Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Sports Cave. I am Captain Robbie Clark, along with Sergeant Zach Roden, because I am the captain of this ship. Aye, aye. That's loud. That is loud as hell. Oh, yeah, shit, mine's loud, too. I can't seem to get off this. Uh... You know, Zach, yeah. I don't think I've ever told you this in my entire life, ever. Here we go. You've never looked better. You look absolutely yeah. ravishing with that. Big, uh... I'm a little bit pissed off right now because I can't get rid of the fucking host meeting. The meeting is being recorded by the host or participant is right on my screen. Oh, got it. Okay, we're good. Yeah. New light, folks. Um, you know what? I just care about this podcast, guys. I'm out here spending my own hard-earned money on these lovely LED lights. Brighten up this room. I actually stole it from my mom. But um, fuck it. You know what? If it helps the pod, then she's just gonna have to buy herself a new one. You know? That's it. That's it. Um so you lay the law down right there. You know, I've done a lot too. This microphone here. I also have another microphone that's crazy enough, is more expensive than this. I just haven't hooked it up yet. Oh, subtle flex. How much do you think this microphone costs? Uh well the fact that you're talking about it like that, I'm gonna say two twenty. Very close. Two seventy five. That's fine. Well, Jesus, how much is the fucking new one? Correct cor- correction. This is a three hundred and fifty dollar microphone. I bought it like used, so it was two fifty. Well, that's not too bad. I got mine for I think I told you already the steal of a price of on sale sixty nine ninety nine. There you go. Yeah, and it has an echo feature, which is a beautiful thing. What's up, everybody in the chat? What's going on here? I'm oh, sure yeah. Kevin's here. Kevin, what's going on, bro? Let me view this sucker. I just want everybody know I'm not ignoring your comments if it's coming through. I'm not. It's not coming through my laptop, obviously, because I got to stick on Zoom. So. You yeah. guys see all the screen changes. Oh, we got a raging start a hard, here. Um, my phone has a hard time picking up the comments. It's really slow. So, uh, if I if you think I'm ignoring you, I'm not. Trust me. Kev, welcome to the show, brother. Always appreciate the support. How do you like this new light? Ah, look at this fucking thing. You know, what? and I'm, I'm glad a- I thought about. It. I've had this lamp here for like fucking five months. I've never turned it on, but I just had when I was waiting for this light to turn on. I saw that it uh. It did some wonders. It really brings. No, you up. got a little nervous because you saw how fucking good I looked, lit right up with this thing. Also, folks, I don't know if anyone else is having a cold one. It's Thursday. I don't People have it. Worked hard this week. So, how did the? Uh, so we had to do our podcast a little late today because would you have basketball practice or was it a game tonight? Nope, we had a game. So let me give you my schedule now. Right. To work. Okay, here we go. This Tuesdays we have basketball practice. Wednesdays is bowling. Thursdays, either we're doing this or basketball for today. It's both. And then Fridays, vice versa. So, like, I am fucking slammed. And then I got to go Sunday, 10 minutes away to go set up for a show uh, with the DJ company. Just slammed. Just slammed. I'm so fucking busy, man. Now, I thought winter was going to be the dying downtime. Nope. Nope. I'm fucking busy. Oh, but you know what? Hikes up. got to keep our fans like Kevin, like my father, like Steve, like Ploop, like Marcus. Big up, Bob. Royal motherfuckers. We got to keep them fucking happy thank you guys um yeah where, where do we st- oh, actually if you, you are wondering what? you are wondering about the basketball game today we yeah. won by 50 today now i don't want to sound like an asshole but is this like uh is this like a slow kids league like how did you get elected to be the coach why why is it right to go that way why can't you make wow robbie you know congratulations on the i just want to guys do no i it's want you to hold on okay. it's in high school so I want you to break. So what is this like? Is this like a? It's a rec league. I think are these kids like 
going to go anywhere or are they just they just out there to have fun? Well, honestly, there's some kids in the league who I think are really, really good. But the problem is the grades. You got to keep up. You got to keep up well, you with, gotta, your, with your studies. This that's is your a, movie moment, man. You got to get in. the. You got to inspire these kids. Well, that's what I, that's what I was going to say is we focus on basketball. But then as they start getting older to the junior and senior, I'll ask them. So what are you going to do after uh, school once you graduate? Well, I don't know. I was like, well, you got to think of something because here I am. I, I give my story. I've been going from a, factory to factory to factory to factory. And I keep doing this podcast to keep pursuing the dream. It's going to happen one day. I'm I'm just kind of shocked that that they let you around minors. Honestly, I'm just I'm going to say it out loud. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm off to a hot start tonight here. Fucking, you had two beers and you're still <laughs> a little frisky, huh? Um, Robbie, who had the nastiest? Let me see if you know ball. Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford's crossover was fucking elite. Allen Iverson had is one that cross against uh, Jordan. I'll give you a I'll give you a good amount of good crossovers. Um, Jamal Crawford, Allen Iverson. Kyrie Irving has to be up there. Best ball hanger of all time, Kyrie Zach Irving. Roden and the uh, L.A. gym. L.A. fitness. Keep you going on your cross, list. You couldn't cross a special kid playing defense on you. <laughs> cross yourself. I could serve up some ankles to an autistic kid for sure, if that's what you're saying. All right. <laughs> uh, anyways, anyways, anyways. Tim Hardaway was uh, what Kevin Tim said. Tim Hardaway's another good one. Not Tim Hardaway Jr. to be mistaken for those... Uh, Oh, I'm well aware of Tim Hardaway, Kev, that um, he would do the behind the back, like, with the guy face guarding him and then flip around and do a jump shot. Tim Hardaway was different. It's definitely different. All right. Bad man. He's a bad man. Listen, folks, time is limited. Okay. I got editing to do after this. Time is limited. So why don't we just get right into it? We got some football to talk about, baby. Let's get fucking into it because, unfortunately, folks, the end is near. We have three games left and the long drive competition at the Pro Bowl. That's what they're doing this year, right? Is a long drive for one of the events? Zach, I don't even watch the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl fucking I, I don't- I've never watched the Pro Bowl day in my life, but I've actually, this year from what I was reading, I think they've like introduced a bunch of new kind of cool games and shit. So the I don't only- even know if there actually is a, le- and actually there probably is a game. I'm going to sound stupid. What's so the I'm best gonna- all-star festivities, all four major sports? Who would you give it to? The best? Well, honestly, probably. Okay. Well, I'm a, NBA is very exciting to watch just with the dunk competition and shit. But really, besides the dunk competition, I I like the hockey one because it, it's actually like it means something. Like if you win, I don't know what the incentive you get. I think it's like a million dollars something for your your um your division. So like they're, not like they're, they're trying out there by any by any means, but it's like they're trying harder than they would in say like a basketball. I guess the MLB one is pretty exciting too. But MLB is the best. But I'll tell you what, I I don't like how man because there was a stipulation. Whoever won between the AL and the NL got home field advantage. It meant something, but like at the same time, yeah. How are you, brother? Welcome to the chat, Isaiah. You were pretty excited in Call of Duty there. Um, yeah, MLB, like you still can't fake. Like you know, you see the, they lollygag in football, basketball. I don't know if they do in hockey. I haven't watched hockey, but you see them lollygag. Can't do that in baseball. They're still throwing ninety nine. Yeah. It's just baseball at the end of the day for me. Is like a, just for like watching a sport for excitement factor. Really watch i love what they did now because when i was a kid the home run derby could go all the way on until one o'clock two in the morning yeah the home so, run derby i'd say is probably the most exciting fuck like, yeah all-star event fucking 500 foot nukes aaron judge put on a show in miami vladdy put on a show soto the dunk, put on a show. 
The dunk contest could be right there, though, especially like, I mean, maybe not last couple of years, but Aaron Gordon's back. Guys, I, no, Aaron Gordon said he's only going to participate if he's an all star. Is he going to be an all star? Probably not, I guess. I mean, that, but that might give him some incentive because it's fan votes, right? Well, they got um, uh, Mac McClung from the G League. Like, they're desperate. What I would say is, why don't you also bring in some of these street ballers from YouTube? Yeah, I guess flare it up a little bit. But honestly, the, the greatest the greatest dunk contest was between Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon. That shit and, is awesome. And Gordon, I think, might have got robbed a little bit. No, in both years I, he was I in it. I feel like they were both like they were scared. They were scoring that everything. Could, that could have been like that. I would have 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 no problem seeing like a co winner that year. Like that's just how incredible of a show those two put on. I don't know which Aaron Gordon dunk I would rank number one. The one where he jumped over the mascot or the yeah. one where Markel Fultz threw off the side of the backboard. He fucking cuffed it and did a 360 and fucking put it in the hoop. That was fucking. That, that one over the mascot is, is just is know, fucking but, ridiculous. But what made even better is Dwayne Wade was like, if you miss out on the first attempt, like, good luck getting a, a 10 out of me. So then he missed it. And D Wade's like, you only get one miss. You only get one miss. You better make it. And then he makes his hero right now. Oh, Kevin Harlan, that's a 60. <laughs> uh, it's fun. Hopefully we, get, hopefully we get some juice like that this year. Yeah. The dream dunk contest now. Zach John Morant's got to be in there. there. John Morant. Yeah. Zion, Aaron Gordon. And either Zach Levine or Donovan Mitchell. I would have no problem seeing that. That would get me hard as a rock. What's with you and getting hard over this shit? Just, you make it sound like I say it all the time. It was the first time I said it. Yeah, blow your nose, all right? It's itchy. I don't need to blow it. Fuck. All right. Let's get into some football. We got the AFC and NFC championship games. I have Shut a line um, for the Chiefs and the Bills because it's been... Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I really did not mean to do that intentionally. <laughs> The Chiefs and the Bengals. I did not mean to do that intentionally. Yeah, way to go, man. Just rub salt in one of our in one of our best uh supporters' wounds. Do you want me to put some salt in someone's wounds? I'll do it right now. <laughs> All I need is one song to do it. No, do not do that to Isaiah again. We we gave him enough flack with the we oh here we go, Isaiah. I, I'm sorry, buddy. I fucking tried my best. Hey, also, like you can yeah. just see his inner whiteness come out when he starts busting these dance moves out. Just look at this. That's it. I'm not going to go on longer than that. Sorry, Isaiah. I love you, Isaiah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Um, Football, baby. Going to load up these suckers here. And Chiefs, the spread Ooh. is all over the place because the severity of Patrick Mahomes' ankle is to be unknown. And let me tell you something. I thought about today, Zach as it pertains to, like, injuries that have happened across the sport, all around sports. KD ruptured his Achilles. He was never going to be the same. Paul George tore his ACL, never going to be the same. Dalvin Cook tore an ACL, never going to be the same. You know what I've noticed? A lot of guys who have these ankle injuries, Odell, never the fucking same. Yeah, I, I know he's not a superstar by any stretch of the imagination, but I can recall watching Joe Harris be able to make threes like it's fucking eat. That dude can't make shit now off his fucking torn or his um ankle surgery. Yeah, it's it's the, those, those high ankle sprains, man. They, they've gotten so good too with like the ACL shit now that it's like sometimes he might even come back. It's even fucking stronger, like with the way they can reconstruct it. And Carlos Correa, everybody was worried about his ankle because of the plate. That's why the the it, 
the signing took so goddamn long, you know, it's yeah, nothing to be, you know, you, you, yeah, can't, you can't fuck with the ankle stuff. Very cautious with it. Uh, is he going to play? Absolutely. He's going to play because and he's did, the fucking team. Did you see that video, too, of him? Um, I believe it was yesterday leaving the interviews. No walking boot on, no limp. Looked like he was walking fine. I mean, uh, no one really knows if he's feel how much pain he's feeling on the inside except for him, but right, right. I get, that's got to worry you just a little bit if you're a Bengals fan. I don't think the Bengals fans are worried at all. They're 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes. And I think they're going to be 4-0 because I'm going to do my pick right now. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are making a repeat to the Super Bowl. And I'm going to take them in an instant classic 37-34 game-winning field goal with two seconds left. Wow. That's my pick. All right. Jot well, it down, baby. As Thursday, Jot it. 58 p.m. as we are recording this episode live on Twitch. And for those of you listening on all uh, platforms, wherever you get your podcast, now 7.59. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs are one-point favorites. The Bengals, once again, are the underdogs. And for that reason alone, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals as well. And let me tell you something, Zach. Normally, when there's teams that you don't like or a quarterback you don't like. Which I don't like the Bengals. For reasons obvious, because you're a Browns fan. But I love watching Joe Burrow and Patrick. Everybody loves to hate one. You know, they hate greatness. But the one thing I noticed is he's always had, you know, a chip on him of, you know, being doubted his whole career. He he was sat behind JT Barrett at the Ohio State. Where's yeah. JT Barrett now? Never even heard of that fucking guy, and I like Ohio State. Where is he now? So then he goes to LSU. Probably and bagging groceries. Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, no one knew of him crazy because he didn't go out, you know, he didn't come out of the big college. He came out of Texas A&M. If you're a hardcore college fan heading to the NFL, you heard of him. But the hype was... The hype was I believe it was, was, was there. It Texas A&M or, year. or Texas, Texas Tech. A&M. Oh, no, you're right. Texas Tech, you're right. Texas Tech, thank you. Thank you. No problem. Smart man. Um, I, I just remember because him and Baker had like the craziest college game in the fucking history of college quarterback games. Yep. Yep. So for those reasons, the Bengals are the underdogs. They're healthier. The defense was great last week against the Bills. Um, Bengals, 33-30. Yep. That's and gonna be that is gonna be a fucking hell of a game. We got the Eagles it, and the Niners. Now, um, I was listening. What was I listening to today? I think it was TSN or something. They were talking about this game. Apparently, coming out of the 49ers right now, they have McCaffrey's banged up, Debo's banged up. The guy named a few other names. Obviously, they're all gonna be playing. It'll probably too. So yeah, so we're hearing. I mean. I know. Obviously, I'm assuming the Eagles are going through some similar shit. They're at this fucking time of the season where everybody's dealing with something, right? Mm -hmm. I had San Francisco up until about five minutes ago, and I just I I think I just got to go with the Eagles. Wow, Jake, what's up, buddy? How you doing, bro? I see you hiding in there watching us. What's up, man? You're going with the Eagles, huh? I'm gonna go with the Eagles. What are you going for a score and why? I'm going to go with the Eagles, and I'm going to take them 24-20. Why? I just got the gut feeling. You know, I'm riding the gut here. The quarterback matchup, I'm obviously going to have to give the edge to Jalen Hurts. I know Brock Purdy, what he's done, but these are some big fucking moments. This is a lot more pressure on him than it's ever going to be in his entire life throwing a football. 
Yeah. And going into Philly, you know how fucking crazy those fans are. I just saw how crazy they were last night. So I, I'm gonna ride the Eagles. Um, I well, I would like to. I'm curious to hear where you're gonna go with this because I feel like you are leaning towards 49ers the way you uh, reacted to my pick there. I'm conflicted. I really am. Um, the 49ers got the edge on defense, but clearly the Eagles got the edge in the offense. So am yeah. I? in the defense because the motto is always defense wins championships or, you know, sometimes it's the offense that wins championships, man. Um, yeah. And it is just one game. So the Eagles, Jalen hurts, Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Dallas Goddard, AJ Brown, um, Devonte Smith, Quez Watkins, Lane Johnson is the, in the, in the, um, offensive line. He's battling through injury, Jason Kelsey. And then the 49ers, Brock Purdy, McCaffrey, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Trent Williams. It is two absolute juggernauts going at it here. Defensively, they have Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, and I'm sure I'm missing a hell of a lot more key pieces in San Fran because are they the best defense? Yeah, but when you think of the 49ers defense, you think of those two guys I just mentioned right there. Especially Bosa. And then for the Eagles, I'm sure I'm missing a lot on the front seven. I'm sure Trevor, if he's in the chat, can name a lot more. I'm sure he's probably busy tonight if the Panthers or um, the Heat are playing. But the first two guys to come to my mind are from the secondary, James Bradbury and Darius Slay. Bradbury, wasn't that the guy that was cut by the Giants? For cap reasons. For cap reasons. Now, here's the last fact that goes into it. Nick Sirianni versus Kyle Shanahan. It's another NFC Championship matchup for Kyle Shanahan. This is Nick Sirianni's yeah. first. Kyle Shanahan has been in the Super Bowl as a head coach and an offensive corner. Sirianni, as far as I'm concerned, has not. Yep, that is true. So experience could play a factor in this. Mr. Irrelevant versus Mr. I took Carson Wentz's job. Ooh, we should have an exciting Sunday here, folks. Or Sunday and Saturday. Is it both, they both Sunday? They're both Sunday. Okay. Three and six. You know what? I like how they drop it to three and 630. Love it. Same with the Super Bowl. Same with the Super Bowl. Because like I gotta fucking be up at like five a.m. Monday morning. I'm not trying to watch football till eleven p.m. Glad they fixed that. So now the decision comes: Who am I taking to advance to face the Bengals in the Super Bowl? The winner. Drum roll, please. San Francisco Forty Niners, Philadelphia Eagles matchup at. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania is 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers are going to beat the Eagles on the road. I think experience from the head coach is going to play a factor. Brock Purdy has made the necessary when needed. I'm going 49ers, 28-21. And there you have it, folks. We got ourselves some picks here. Damn, this is sad, though, eh? Two fucking picks. The season it is the end is kneeling down. But you know what? As it is sad, it's also very exciting because we get one of the greatest sporting events in the history of sports. Yes. In about three weeks. Three weeks. Yes, three, three weeks. weeks. Yeah. And then uh the best commercials all year long. Who the fuck wants to ever watch commercials when the Super Bowl comes? Yeah, down? I get chapted for that because I'm in Canada. Oh, you miss out on the commercials, man. I don't think we get the same ones. Like, I think you'd have to go and like get like a, if you have like a fire stick or something, you get one of the state's feeds. Probably could, yeah. 
we still get decent commercials, but I mean nothing from what I see on Twitter the next day. Like, well, the fuck, I don't you get you know you'll get like Marvel commercials, like a new Marvel movie, or it used to be Fast and the Furious. You get some funny Eminem commercials, funny Bud Light commercials. I want to search up what the uh, I want you to take a guess. Soup, yeah, take a guess at what these things cost. Okay, this is twenty twenty two, so this is last year. Or is it? Would this be? Is this Super Bowl fifty six? Fifty seven, I believe. Fifty seven. Okay, this was last year's. Oh, you okay. want the cheapest ticket price? Thir- no, no. Uh, for, for how much a thirty second commercial costs to air for Super Bowl last year? Thirty seconds. I'm I'm going really high with the number because you think about it. The fucking seats are as expensive as it is. I'm going to say the 30 second advertisement costs twelve and a half million dollars. Six and a half million. I didn't think you were going to go that high. <laughs> but even six and a half million for a 30 second commercial ad is, I mean, that's fucking. Ouch. You're laying, you're laying it on the line right there. You better hope you make your fucking profit back if you're like, you know. Well, I guess M&M. that's why it's the. I guess that's. Oh, um, because the Chiefs do have a great pass rush with Chris Jones and Frank Clark. And the Bengals offensive line held their own last week. Can they do it again? I mean, they looked incredible last week. Exactly, though. I want to remind you, that same defensive line that's going up against the Bengals this year was the same one last year. It didn't matter. We'll have to wait and see. I'm excited as fuck for this Sunday. As am I. Um, so we got, you wanted to talk about uh, some offensive coordinator hirings. Uh, from what I want to be over and start off with Bill O'Brien. We'll get to him in a second. Um, let's start off with the New York Jets. They they parted ways with um, Mike LaFleur, and now they bring in Nathaniel Hackett, and here we go again we, for the second year in a row. Do I, I don't understand this. You know why I say it like that? May the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes begin of speculation of him going to the New York Jets. It has been reported that the Packers refuse to trade Aaron Rodgers to any team in the NFC. So Dallas Cowboys, you're out. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're See out. Ya. Now, let's think of all the available teams in the AFC as I fix my hat really quick. Yep. There's a ton of teams in the AFC I could see pursuing Aaron Rodgers. Let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers, did he have an off year? Yes, he did. All right. Aaron Rodgers has gotten away with so much. He probably gotten away with murder in Green Bay the way they they coddle him. Okay. What they're doing with Aaron Rodgers, they never did with Brett Favre. They said, all right, you're done. We're going to bring in Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, the second they drafted Jordan Love's like, oh, hell no. And they've been biting their fingernails like, oh, we don't want to upset him. So this is going one of two ways. Aaron Rodgers is going to stay with the Packers because do you know how much he's due for the next two years? It's like 57 million or 40 per year you're talking about? Yeah. $120 million, 60 and 60. Yeah, that's wow. So when you lose Devontae Adams, I guess you wonder why, right? When you lose yeah, it, they might have been a little short on the uh, the funds. Yes, because he's eating it all up. So that's going to be a big cap hit regardless for the Green Bay Packers because they're going to have to pay a portion of that salary. So AFC teams, going back to that. Yep. Hold on. Let me do a quick count in my head. Five teams. Five teams are definitely looking for quarterback. If they're not definitely looking, it's something they're going to peek at. I'm just going to name the obvious one that is listed because of the season they had. Mac Jones in the Patriots. Yep. Do I think he's going to be a Patriot? No. 
but the name is out there because, you know, there's speculation Tom Brady's going back home, or maybe they'll get Derek Carr or Lamar. The, the speculation's been out there, but um, I, I think they're end up sticking with Mac. That's just all the speculation across NFL Twitter right now. Number four, the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. If they lose Lamar, they need something that, to substitute right? that. They lose on Lamar, they need someone to substitute that. Uh, number three, the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans have a uh, good all-line, great running back, and the receivers is going to need some work. But uh, Burks, I think, can turn out to be uh, a great wide receiver. Titans. Number two, reuniting with this friend in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Back with his best friend, Devontae Adams. Um, they'll bring in, I'm sure they'll bring back Josh Jacobs if if they're able to do so. Raiders has to be looked at because of Devontae Adams specifically in the last one, the New York Jets. Yep. And I think that's the reason why they brought in Nathaniel Hackett. I want to also remind you, I learned something today, Zachary. Nathaniel Hackett was the offensive coordinator slash quarterbacks coach for a team that faced the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. Could you guess the team the Patriots beat to advance the Super Bowl to face the Eagles? Jacksonville Jaguars. Correct. If he was able to work some out with Blake fucking portals, yeah. and I get it, that was more so than the run game. You didn't think I was getting that, did you? I didn't think you would, no. <laughs> Suck it, bitch. Yeah, you know what? You do raise a good point there, though. If he's able to do that with Blake Bortles, I mean... He, he can do it with Zach Wilson. Kind of miss Bortles. I love that one video when uh, that chick's interviewing him. When you wake up in the morning, I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Take piss. this. <laughs> what would you be doing if you weren't playing football? Probably uh, doing construction, ripping cigs. <laughs> he is one of the guys. Where is Barkley going? I'm assuming you're talking Saquon, Kevin. He's going to be a giant. They got to sign him back. They can still mean, franchise tag him. He'll be a giant. So, I oh well, what a save there! So I got some hockey on here. Offensive coordinator. Let's see how it works out. But it's definitely they're definitely doing the same thing the Broncos did. They're trying to intrigue Aaron Rodgers to come over. Well, let's hope it works a lot better for the Bron- for the Jets than it did for the Broncos because we all saw what happened there. Why would I want that? I'm just saying, you know, we have Jets fans listening. You personally don't want it, but. No. Steve believes in MILF City. Well, Steve is delusional for that right there. They could definitely use an upgraded quarterback because, I mean, even Mike White for what he did last week, last year was good, but you got a chance to bring in Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you're going to take the fucking shot at it. Yeah, if it, it, it takes up two first-round picks, you haven't got a quarterback correct since fucking Chad Pennington. Mark Sanchez only lasted so long. Geno Smith has re- rejuvenated his career in Seattle. Sam Darnold wasn't – he had a great first year, but I want to remind you, he had Adam Gaze as his coach, so God bless him. We'll get to Sam Darnold yeah. and his new coach in a second. And they have able to work out with Zach Wilson. So bring in a guy that's fucking proven. Or not. Be the Jets, please. Yeah, I guess that makes. I was pretty surprised when I saw that because I'm like, wow, I thought for sure like that you would be, but I get it thought he'd be like untouchable from what he fucking did with the, <laughs> with the Broncos this year. But I guess you well, have to keep in mind those ties he has with Rodgers. As a head coach, offensive coordinator, he's got some credentials. Although he wasn't the play caller for the uh, Green Bay Packers, he he did find a way to get the Jaguars AFC Championship game with Blake Bortles. Yeah, that is true. That is true. He's got. So, the we'll see if he can redo it. The Carolina Panthers, I haven't seen what the salary is because it was reported before they were willing to offer Jim Harbaugh like $20 million. Uh, obviously, he's staying with Michigan, so you got to deal yeah. with 
and Zachary. Um, okay, fuck you, Harbaugh. They hired Frank Reich, the former head coach for the Indianapolis Colts, who went through five quarterbacks in his tenure there. Could you name all five? Like starting. Right. Sorry, can you repeat the question? I was looking down at the comments for a second. Frank Reich yeah. dealt with five different starting quarterbacks at his tenure with the Colts. Could you name all five? Uh, well, they got the fellow that retired. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on his fucking name right now? Uh, Luck. I don't know if he had Andrew Luck. That's a good one, though. I'll count that as a pull because then I'll fact check that. Um, Wentz was it? What you, no, was you, I guess he was. You say he's with the okay. Uh, who the fuck is before Wentz? I couldn't even tell you who they had the year before Wentz because I know it was just the one year. I honestly no, I couldn't. I fucking couldn't tell you anybody more. To be honest with you, I do not. Bro, who was the starting quarterback for the Colts this year, Week One? I bought. I gotta look it up. You're no, you're, no, you're putting me right on the spot right now. Don't say fucking anything because I'll say it for you. <laughs> you're putting me right on the spot, Ryan. Oh yeah, see, totally forgot about that. I'm gonna guess who they were. I think you might be right on Andrew Luck. I think you might be right. Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers. Oh my God! Yeah, I totally forgot about Rivers too. And maybe Jacoby Brissett. I forgot Brissett. Hmm? I should have got that one. I'm gonna look this up right now. I'm gonna ask. I'm just gonna use the microphone thing. Frank, when did Luck coached while with the Colts? I wonder what it's what they're all gonna be out to. I can't find the proper article. Well, what year did he start coaching there? Oh, five seasons ago. So he started in 22. I'm going to, this season was 22. I'm going to say 2017. Okay. I don't think Luck was playing in 17, right? He was. See right now. He, oh, yeah. So he would have been with Luck. Luck retired in 2018. Okay. So, so we're in that one year with, uh, really with Luck. Hurt. One year I can't believe I forgot Rivers and Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, how did you forget about Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan, I should have got for sure. Even Rivers, because like, because you know what? One of my ex coworkers in my last company, he was a huge Colts fan, and he had he was just fired the fuck up when yeah. they got Rivers. Yeah. Well, Rivers did pretty well for them. He yeah. did. Good. You know, he probably had one year left in him, but you know, he's also an old ass man with thirteen children. Yeah, that guy's got to fucking pull out, dude, or just stop cream pieing for Christ's sakes. Yeah, his pull game is weak. Shoot a rope on her tits or something there, Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but come come on the show. Spider web, spider web. <laughs> River spider web. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that guy's got some fucking swimmers, man. That guy is fertile. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was, a, I know there's one more offensive coordinator that you are very excited to talk about. Former so just, coordinator in the past, Bill O'Brien is returning to New England Patriots. Um, here was the argument I was making on Facebook. Did you see all the comments when I put that out there? Besides, me? I don't believe I did. Well, good buddy Jordan, um, Jordan from softball was saying that this is terrible. He's not the best. This, that, yada, yada. Listen, he doesn't have to be the best offensive coordinator. I never said he's the best offensive coordinator. I never said he was the greatest offensive coordinator. I think he's a good offensive coordinator, and that's all they need. 
The Patriots were ranked 22nd overall in offense last year, and they were bottom feeders in the most important statistical categories as it pertained to the passing game. And that's all because of the play designs by Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Joe Judge got demoted because he is also, Bill O'Brien is also the quarterback's coach. Joe Judge demoted. I put a status out there today, Zach. So riddle me this. Yep, here we go. Everybody wants to blame Mac Jones, but the guys who were calling his place and coaching him, Joe Judge was having Mike Glennon take knees inside of his own 10-yard line in his final games with the New York Giants to set up the punter so he had more space. That's bullshit. Matt Patricia had arguably a top-10 quarterback, which we all found out the second he became a Ram, and Matthew Stafford, and he was a dog shit head coach. Now, Matt Patricia, I feel like he got a bad end of the stick as much as I like killed him this year. Clearly... Clearly, he is a defensive guy. That was yes. his that was positioning with the Patriots, and he did a damn good job as a defensive coordinator. I think Belichick screwed him over. I think with Bill Belich- I think Bill Belichick fucked the whole team and the fan base this year. And he yeah, should fuck you, Bill. He should. So your son's when hideous. Is, when everyone is talking about Mac Jones being a crying baby, Zach, if you saw Deshaun Watson have to go through what Mac Jones did too, wouldn't you be fucking annoyed? No, I'd definitely be pretty upset, yeah. So, Doing a screen pass, have a screen pass. Alabama was the 11th best offense in football this year. Um, a lot of the – what do you think Georgia ranked on that? Okay, I think I'm going to assume first. Fourth. Who was first, Ohio State? Tennessee. Ohio State was in the top 15. Oh, that's very upsetting. Ole Miss was up there. I think Ole Miss was like three. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was really weird when I looked at that list, so – they were 11th. When they won the national title with Mac Jones, they were fourth. And Mac Jones, yeah. all know that fucking season he had with Alabama. One of the best in Alabama history. So, you bring him and Bill O'Brien back together, just like, you know, Bill O'Brien, Tom Brady are like best boys. And who knows? Honestly, if Tom Brady returns, he always said he wanted one last hurrah with Bill O'Brien. There's the opportunity. Yeah. This maybe could be a little spark for, uh, for old Jonesy over there. So, Yes, and I think that whether it's Tom Brady, whether it's Mac Jones, the Patriots had the most points off of turnovers defensively. They were getting pick six, fumble six, special teams. They were great this year. The problem was the offense. All I'm saying is if they could get seven more fucking points from the offense, they lost to the Raiders because of a terrible fucking missed call by the referees. I remember that one. Myers fucking up. They lost to the Minnesota Vikings, which should have been a Hunter Henry touchdown, which was overturned. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals because Ramondre Stevenson fumbled the football. Put Joe Judge back on special teams. Let Bill O'Brien do his thing with the offense, and this team could win 10 games. There are three opportunities that they had to win. They could have finished the season with 11 wins. Special teams against the Vikings. Special teams against the Bills. Fuck them. The missed call. I could go on forever. I'm not going to go on forever, but you know where my intentions are. Yeah, I can go on with the Browns, too. They should have been 17-0 by that logic. Uh, All shut right. the fuck up. Shut up. Hey, what, what do you think, Kevin? I'm curious to see what you think. You heard about what um their general manager said for the Bills, right? Are you asking me or Kevin? I'm asking you and Kevin. I did not hear this. what he what he said. What did he say? That he basically, like, accused the Bengals of tanking so they can get Jamar Chase and all these weapons. He goes, I don't want to oh, lose. I, yeah, I did see that. Honestly? I think people are taking that so out of proportion. Everyone's like, 
how could you say that? They say, you know, you could have Jamar Chase if you did that, blah, 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 blah. It's like the objective is to win football games. And the Bills were a good team that year. And the Bengals were only in the position to get Jamar Chase is because Joe Burrow tore his ACL. ACL. Yeah, exactly. So do you want Josh Allen to tear his ACL? Is that why Bills fans are going fucking nuts? You're insane. (laughs) I did see that comment, actually, now that you mention it. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with what he said. I don't really see a problem with that either. Crash. It's not like saying that he never wants to get Jamar Chase. I'm sure if the opportunity opened up, he would open. He would try to get Jamar Chase. It's not like he wouldn't pick up the phone and be like, hey, we got a spot here for you. You want to come join? Oh, shit. I lost the chat room. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it just shows the same messages. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, once, I, once I get the phones and we get a PC, everything's going to be fucking beautiful here. We'll be flowing, dude. Flowing. We'll be flowing. It'll be a yeah, that's a that's a good hire for the Patriots there. It's gonna be uh it'll be an exciting year next year. We got uh my team's got a new DC, your team's got a new OC. Both problems, huge problems for our squads this year. So that's fucking games as long as he doesn't rape any more women. Never rape. You know what? Well, you got to stop with. I'm putting my foot down here. Okay, that's my fucking quarterback. You're talking about rapist. Yeah, you are really Bob's child. Let me tell you. See what well, you stole, fucking made, Bob? He stole it from me. He stole the whole rapist thing from me. Well, he's not a rapist. As I've said plenty of times, he's a sexual assaulter. Way better. Okay. <laughs> way better, he said. <laughs> way better. <laughs> Anyways, oh, I forgot to update our um, bio here. We are not recapping UFC 283. Sorry, folks. I had limited time. Yeah. Uh, Do you put that in the bio? For yeah, I didn't update. Like, dude, I we got on 15 minutes before we yeah, got on. This is a rushed episode today. Up. I hadn't had any dinner, so I was stuffing down Taco Bell burritos. All right, like, let me live. Deep throwing those bitches. Beefy milk burritos are some uh, delicious. I guess. Um, I guess that's it for the uh the NFL. Then I reckon you are correct. Did you uh you want to go into basketball next? You were saying. Let's do it. Let's go into basketball. Going to some ball. Can I? I'm going to start with basketball here, if that's okay with you. Yeah, go with basketball. Because I would like to start because I would like to get some Toronto Raptors juice off my chest. Oh, shit. I didn't even read that in the notes. You fucking spit it out right now. Gary Trent Jr., the best player in the Raptors. Go on. So um, a video that you sent me the other day, it it just looks. First of all, I think we can all agree that Gary Trent Jr.'s tenure with the Raptors is probably coming to an end. 100%. Now they're on a two week. They're on a two-week Western uh, road trip right now, and I believe they come back the day before the trade deadline. So it's probably safe to assume he's probably played his last game in Toronto as a Raptor. Uh, The video you sent me yesterday, you know what? If they didn't want to trade him before, then fucking trade him now because he doesn't get a pass from Fred Van Vliet. He's just a big sucky baby fucking throwing his arms down on the side, rolling his eyes. It's like, obviously, we know you don't want to be here. That's been news now for the past couple months, at least the last month. But at least fucking play yourself into a trade, you know? Like, what team's going to see that sort of body language and that sort of shit? Like, I don't want that guy on my fucking team. See shit like that. Brings down morale. Uh, Oh, another thing, too. Actually, you know what? I'll get into that in one second. I want to finish with Gary Trent Jr. So, I, you know what? I'd have no problem seeing him go. Um, I don't think the rap... I I saw some shit today. I think it was on Sports Thunder. Like, it should Masai... Use this to try to win now? No. We're nowhere even close 
to being able to win now. Trade Gary, get some picks. Another guy I'm hearing that wants out is OG, which I don't is know not the case. Out, but his name's been rumored all over the place. And yeah. I don't know if you heard, they're seeking a Donovan Mitchell package for him. So like four first round picks. Now, I mean, I don't see them getting that, but if that's what they're going to get for OG, then as bad as this or as shitty as it is for me to say, because I do love OG, I'd fucking ship him away in a heartbeat if they got something near that. What, Marcus? Guess what? What? I don't know. Chicken butt? Hey there, Mark. You had a good stream there, bud. Um, Boys, guess what? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So what else you got to say about the Raptors? You said you had something else in yep, your mind. Yep. That was the other one I had in my mind was that OG, all this news with OG now coming out fucking. Fans in the world. Oh, thank you, Mark. Mark, you're the man, baby. You are the man. Four month streak. He's on. Appreciate you, bro. Fucking right, Mark. We appreciate that. Love and support. You know what I mean? You had a great stream today, too, brother. I saw you ripping up those fucking dirt roads, bud. He's nice with that shit, man. He's flying. I I didn't get a chance to watch it. Yeah, you were a little busy today. I always like to stream in. Mark Mark supports us. You got to show a little support back, you know? I got his back all time. All time. Yeah, I I don't know what's going to happen with these Raptors. Uh, This trade deadline actually might, for the first time in my life as being a Raptors fan, actually be sort of exciting, where I might see some fucking trades. Can I tell you where I think the Raptors went wrong, not just this season, but like the past couple? Sure. They don't have a true big man. Think about it. They always had an Andrea Bargnani, a Chris Bosh, a Jonas Valanciunas, a Marc Gasol. Yeah, no, you... Adapted to the small ball, and it hasn't worked. No, not at all. I mean, I get frustrated with the Nets, but at least Claxton is a true big man. Jared Allen was a big man. Brooke yeah. Lopez was a big man. Like, that's what I think is wrong with the Raptors, because a lot of times they're getting beat on the boards. Now, they do have some size. The smallest person on the court in most instances is Fred Van Vliet, and everyone else is about yeah. six, six, eight. but... If they don't have that guy, though, you know? If you're going up against Giannis... Even Claxton now, Jokic, Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, Zion, Steven Adams, Jonas Valanciunas, Bam Adebayo, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, they have no matchup for any of those guys. But it's like, who are they bring in as a big man? I mean, obviously, maybe not this season. They could try to see what's available out there. I'm sure Vucevic is out there for talks. You could yeah, have signed true. Andre Drummond for the fucking cheap cheapest the prices yeah i mean they need to do something that that is probably the forefront of their problems right now there's just so many problems with the raptors this year they're and scotty uh, Barnes hasn't taken that next step no he's plateaued it looks like this year he hasn't taken that next step honestly i don't i don't mean to break your heart but you might have to move on from fred van vliet as well if anybody I has seen that as well if anybody has the most value it's pascal siakam but he is your future fred yeah. I don't believe they have a contract extension agreed upon. You can get some picks and a player out of them. The, that that is the one guy on our team. I would say Pascal. That's the the only guy that I. Well, him and Scotty. I obviously you can't trade Scotty, but those are two guys that are un, untouchable on that squad. Anyone else? I mean, if it's going to make us better in the future, and by the future I mean the next fucking couple years, not fifteen goddamn years, ten years down the road. Trust me, I thought I thought that was going to be me. We got good in three, two, three years with none of our first round picks because Ploof and the Celtics got them all. You realize Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum were the Nets picks, right? Oh, yeah. Is that a tough pill to swallow? No, because the Tatum one's got to be a little bit. 
No, because I'll tell you why. Like you were talking about, like, not 15 years. I thought this was going to be such a long rebuild. I loved that team that made the playoffs with D'Angelo Russell, Karis LeVert, and all the guys. I loved that team. And the lone one left is Joe Harris. Everyone else? <laughs> they're, basically, they're basically Cleveland, LeVert, and Jared Allen. And we know how much you love fucking Joe Harris. Yeah. Yes, I do. Big fan of Joe. But I guess... Um, we can move on from the Raptors. I had to just get that off my chest real quick. Good for you. I'll ask you this. Yep. If the Minnesota Timberwolves offered you D'Angelo Russell in either first or second round, not not both, not a first and a second, a yeah. third or a second for Fred Van Vliet, would you do it? For, yeah. Yeah? Fuck yeah, I would. We'll see because that's where the talks are really being talked about. You're still getting a good guard back in return. Like it's not like Russell's any fucking scrub. And I mean, you know what, Fred? I mean, I do like Fred. Don't get me wrong, but he just like something about him just kind of throws me off a little bit. Like he can be so fucking hot and then go on these stretches where it's like this guy just forgot how to play basketball. Yeah. Yep. But when he's on, he is on. He's on. What's next on the list you got there? Uh, we have uh the uh, the greatest of all time, LeBron James, another incredible performance. 46 points in a loss. They couldn't get the dub out. Did you see that video of him on the bench? Yes. Just looking fucking distraught. Yep. Like, why the fuck am I here right now? These guys are a bunch of fucking bum-ass pussies right here. This is a fucking bullshit, man. I blame him, Zach. You think he's stat-padding? No, I don't think he's stat paying. I'm just blaming him for the team being as trash as they are. The, the Lakers had to trade everything yeah. because him and Anthony Davis really wanted Russell Westbrook. And when the trade happened for the hundred millionth time I've said in the podcast, I knew it was a mistake. You cannot, because what really showed that it was going to be a mistake was Russell Westbrook's time in Houston with James Harden. You can't have two ball-dominant guys. Russ has to be the guy. He's not. It will always be LeBron James. But Russ can't accept that. Now, I think he's done a lot better this year. He's accepted the role of coming off of the bench. I think yep. he'll be a starter on many teams across the NBA. But Russ doesn't bring winning. Look what happened the first year Kevin Durant left OKC. Okay? Let's look besides of Golden State win the championship. Did OKC improve? Or no, they didn't. They were bottom feeding. No, not players. at all. And you know who was on that team? They're now stars and borderline stars in this league now. I'll give you two on, on OKC that were on OKC and now are on different teams. One of them is on the Sacramento Kings, and the other one is a Portland Trailblazer. What what year are we talking? Were they on OKC? First year Kevin Durant left, 2016, I think. Oh, God, I would have no fucking clue. I'll give you the positions. Okay. Portland, he's a forward. This should be a layup for you. Uh, the Kings, a center. For OKC? That played on OKC. This is the team they currently play for right now. They're the center. One is a center for the Kings. And the See, other I don't know why you would think I would know that. I didn't know. Fuck, why would I know who played for OKC in 2016? Because one of them was on your fancy team until you trade him to TJ. Oh, Sabonis? Sabonis was on that team. Oh, that's a tough one, yeah. Fuck and you, they TJ. Get nothing going. Who was the Portland one, sorry? Jeremy Grant. Okay. 
I got him in fantasy this year, I believe, actually. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> what did Marcus say? That's the bonus one still Zach, stings a little bit, to be honest with you. He said, Zach, don't kill me. I don't know why he said that. It's because I'm because I was making him laugh, providing some comic relief. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Good for Marcus, you. you're welcome, buddy. So, um, as it pertains to the Lakers, when they trade for Ruri Hachimura, I think it could work out. Ruri averages 13 points in his career. He shot a career high 45% last year. It spreads out the floor a little bit. If the Lakers can get anything else done, they should definitely uh they should definitely try. They got to get some more shooting. That's all the Lakers need is shooting. They'd be a great fucking team. I, I don't think they should dish out Beverly. Um, You see what you can get for Russ, but I don't think the market's that high because no one wants to take on that $45 million contract. Yeah. But getting Anthony Davis back is huge. He's got to stay healthy. That is massive. It, that's Then that's the key thing right there. And you, we know Anthony Davis. Uh, You know what? The problem with that guy okay, is a strong gust of wind blows through and he... He's out for a couple of weeks. Yep. A piece of like hair, a hair follicle from a lady in the stand smokes him in the knee and he's out for a couple of weeks. Every day I wake up, I break my arms. And every That's Anthony Davis right there. Unfortunately, it is. Um, now, with that win that the Clippers had, do you know how many games they won consecutively against the Lakers now? Um, I do know because I knew we were going to talk about this, so I searched it up. Is it the big uh, the big double dige? It is now 10. Number 10. And that's got to be backed by some vintage Kawhi play right there. Like he is yeah. just looking like fucking, he's looking like Toronto Raptors Kawhi. He's San back. Antonio Spurs Kawhi. He's back. The Kawhi that the Clippers have been waiting to see since they brought him, him and Paul George. I was laughing because um, they were showing the pregame tunnel and everyone in the Clippers is joking around, having a good time, pushing each other around, wrestling, having a good time. And Kawhi's just like ignoring them and loosening up. Yeah. He's in the zone, baby. He's on a roll like this. You can't fucking get in that guy's I, mental listen, space. Don't get me wrong. I did call Kawhi a pussy because I think he was for the longest time to start off the season. I I like I love Kawhi. I love watching the guy play. I don't think he does anything wrong besides the whole sitting out thing. That's what annoys me. Which, but which now, is it? Which I understand when it's back to back games, I understand in a way. But when it was like he played Monday. And then the game is Wednesday, and it's like, oh, um, knee. No, yeah. yeah. Bro. And to see that he started the season on the bench, I'm like, what are we doing here? You know what they should do in the NBA to kind of counteract that? Is, okay, maybe not on the back-to-back games. You deduct their pay for the game. But, like, if it's going to be, like, a rest game where he's had a rest day already, in, like, the, day, like the Institute has said, like, a Monday and then a Wednesday, I don't think they should get paid for that fucking game then. Well, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. There's going to be a lockout. Because the NBA is losing money because the players just sit whenever they want to. And it's not the coach's fault neither because the coaches are part of the uh, the uh, players association. 100%. Or there's going to be a lockout. And this whole narrative of let's drop the games down to 72 games, it doesn't matter if you drop it down to 72, 66, 60, 50. People still find ways to fucking sit. Yep. Yeah, same thing with baseball. That's why they haven't dropped it from 130. It's like, well, in April it sucks. No, it's called A, adapted to the climate, and B, Stop sitting all the goddamn time. Yeah, get out there and fucking play. It's what you get paid for. You never hear hockey players want to sit for rest, do you? No, because hockey, that would... Li- I love you just said that, because that would never happen in hockey. Yeah, man. Oh, Connor McDavid, uh, out for today's game for rest. Yeah, he's a little tired today. Dude, a hockey player will get his fucking tooth blown out. There was a, a, a play... Uh, what, what team was it, man? Fuck. 
Yeah, it was the Islanders. You were, you were telling me Brock Nelson. They yes. You fill him on the bench. He just sitting on the bench. He grabs his tooth, wiggle, boom, rips his tooth right out. That was loose as shit. Didn't miss a shift. Just went right back out there and kept playing. Hmm. Hmm. There's some tough sons of bitches in that goddamn NHL. Uh, excuse me. God damn, I'm gassy as a motherfucker today. Let me tell you right now. Let me I'm tell you right now. You. I'm the one who had the two burritos and sipping on some Baja Blast here. Bless you. Um, I guess another thing uh, that we got to mention for the NBA is Dame Dalla. Damian Lillard. 14th career game with over 50 points. How many did you have over 60? Two or three now. God damn. What a, what a week to have him in fantasy basketball. My team is going off this week. It's a shame because the Trailblazers have really fallen off. But yeah, teams, huge. No one else is stepping up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they if they start trading away some assets or or firing Chauncey Billups. They should never made Chauncey Billups the head coach. I thought that was a mistake in rid of um Quinn or um Terry Stotts. It's definitely looking like it's a huge mistake right now. But the problem with Portland, it's Thanks, not brother. a brother. Oh, shout out. Shout out Tanvir. What? <laughs> My buddy was coming to drop off a uh, a little marijuana pen. <laughs> Green Cartel. Do we try it out? Yeah, go ahead. Lemonade Kush. No, no, no. We can't. I don't smoke on the podcast. <laughs> Stank off. This is just nicotine, folks. For everyone watching at home, it's just nicotine. You're Jesus Josh Gordon. You can't stay off the weed. And you know you what his first order of business was? Weed? He wouldn't be losing money if he didn't do weed. <laughs> now that was an all-time clip. It is. Yeah, Dame. That I I love seeing Dame have good games, man. I'm a huge Dame fan. You know what? And surprisingly, very good rapper. I don't know if you're if you've ever listened to some Dame Dollar Bangers. I have the song for um for Kobe on my um my Spotify playlist. Him and Snoop. Oh yeah, I guess. Uh, well, now that you, I guess you bring that up, I did see something today too that it is very sad to bring this up again, but it is the three year anniversary from the day we lost uh, Kobe and Gigi in that helicopter crash. So I don't yeah. think the sports world is ever going to be the same from that day. I didn't mean to turn to segue. I just that's the one song. It did, it did kind of work out that way though. Um. Where were you when it happened? Do you remember what you were doing? How you found out? Fuck. I well, I, I definitely I, I I can't remember if I was at work or if I was on my way home from work. But I remember seeing it like. Pardon me. On a Saturday. Okay, so oh, then I was definitely I might have actually then I I think I was at work. I think I was doing a Saturday shift that that week, and I uh I remember seeing like everyone else. I'm like, no, yeah, okay, sure, that's fucking that. No way, that's real. And then you start seeing all the other news come out. You're just like, holy shit. Like, this is actually fucking real. Definitely, uh, definitely a very sad day. Very sad day in the sports world. So I remember I was playing 2K. We were playing the wreck. And uh, we finished a game. And I looked down on my phone. And I always give this man a shout out when I talk about my favorite Nets beat writer, Anthony, um, Anthony Puchich, I believe his name is. Um so I saw him put a tweet out there and he said, please tell me this isn't true. So when that happened, 
I'm thinking instantly about Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant hasn't played all season long because he's coming back from the Achilles injury that he suffered with Golden State. I'm thinking, A, there's a setback, or B, he can't play the game basketball again. I'm fucking scared for the health of Kevin Durant. And then there's a link right below TMZ. Kobe Bryant dies in a helicopter crash. My stomach turned into knots even more. Kobe Bryant was a great ambassador in the game of basketball. And Kobe Bryant taught a lot of things that I try to bring to to this day. Hard work ethic. I've been going at this podcast for years. And Kobe was some guy in high school who couldn't make a jump shot to save his life to being arguably a top five basketball player of all time. Now, podcast and basketball is a whole different story, but what he taught is put in the work no matter how much they tell you you can't make and you can't do it. One day you will. And his beautiful daughter, that was the next thing that came to my mind. Yeah, that that was... Gene Vanessa and the rest of the family are on there. When I saw Gigi was on there, I, I teared up. I had to tear up because I don't know what Gigi, her friends in the basketball team, their parents, I don't know what they were going through, you know, but I like to think that Kobe held his daughter and say, close your eyes, everything's going to be okay. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, I mean, that's something you just never even won't even think about experiencing is a fucking helicopter crash, any sort of crash like that. No, no. Just terrifying to think of. So from that moment, I permanently blocked TMZ on everything because the fact that they had to report that as soon as they did before Vanessa families can get a call. I I mean, it's a classic TMZ scumbag move. TMZ is blocked on all platforms by me. I refuse to ever support TMZ. If I got a job offer for this podcast for TMZ and they're offering us a million dollars, Zach, no, no, we'll not do it. We'll not do it the way they handle that situation because it really goes to show the scumbags that they really are. Yeah, well, I agree with you. That is some bullshit what they did there. We'd have to really think about this million dollars, though. No, go fuck themselves. Yeah, fuck them. They probably just end up suing us anyways. Exactly. (laughs) Fuck them. Fuck teams. We had to to get a little sad there, unfortunately, but um, I guess that's it for the basketball. We'll uh, bring it in with some hockey. Yeah, let me get my list here. Yes. Yeah. So I, I sent you mine. Um, I, I did you, I don't know if you like, so, uh, me and Robbie, we're going to do our, uh, for the NHL this year, we did our, um, was it a couple of episodes ago? We did the mid season basketball, uh, awards. Or was that sorry, was it football or basketball? We did football. We haven't done football. basketball. Yeah. Sorry. It was football. My apologies. Uh, so we're just going to do some mid season NHL awards here, guys. We're going to go over the heart. The easiest one out of the way. Yeah. Well, for, you know what, just, for, just for everyone that doesn't know, because then we don't have too many That's hockey fair. fans watching this. The Hart Trophy is the MVP. Now, the NHL technically has two MVP awards. There's the Hart Trophy, which is voted by the... Uh, one of them is voted by the NHLPA, and then one of them is voted by the executives, and I'm pretty sure like people like that. I believe the Hart is definitely looked at as a higher regard than the... Or like a higher uh, achievement, sorry, than the Ted Lindsay, both both level playing field. But we're not going to do the Ted Lindsay. We'll just do the heart. So MVP. Now, do you want to do three picks? I mean, like this one, we we can just say one name each. Uh, the, the the MVP, you can write his name on it right now. It's um, Connor McDavid. Yeah, it's a hundred percent Connor McDavid. Like, 100%. This award has been has been a has been a landslide, literally probably since like the first month in the NHL. 
just the gap he's built. He's just continuously getting better, continuously spreading that gap even farther. That's yeah. what he said. Hmm. Um, he's a shoe in for this award this year. He's a shoe in for the Ted Lindsay. There's not even a debate. Uh, I guess I mean the heart that there's really not even much more to say about it. I I guess we could do some honorable honorable I mentions. Say, if I had to give honorable mentions, yeah, I would give number two to Jack Hughes of the Devils, and number That's three, a great pick. The only reason I put Pasternak behind the um Jack Hughes, no one saw what the Devils were going to do this year. No yeah. one saw the Devils hundred no, percent the way that they are, and the Bruins. All you really had to worry about is the coaching, but they essentially brought back the same team, just a different goaltender. Yeah. Some other, you know, little and the the thing with Jack Hughes, he so his first uh, he's a first overall pick, so he came in with some pretty high pedigree. You know, like he had a the stand. I've been a laughing stop since Marty Berdur. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They they made well, they made a final, one Stanley Cup final since then, but uh, they uh pretty much yeah last last probably decade has been pretty rough for Devils fans. Jack Hughes is so fucking good at hockey, like he is just ridiculous. He didn't make my uh, my top three. Really? He definitely, he definitely easily. Thompson. I have uh, Kucherov and Pasternak in my top three. Oh, okay. Pasternak, the year he's having, he's got to be in the debate for that. He'll for sure be there. Another guy that could be there is Jason Robertson on the Dallas Stars. He's having a career year. Miko Ranson in a couple weeks ago, I would have had him in there, but he's kind of fallen off a little bit. But for what he's been doing to keep that Colorado team kind of afloat with the dealing with all the injuries with McCarr being out, Nathan McKinnon being out, Landeskog being out. He's really doing everything he can to keep that team afloat. So he's kind of got to be in that in that discussion. I wouldn't put him in the top three, but uh, my top three would be McDavid. Uh, I'd probably have Pasternak as number two, and anyone like Kucherov, Hughes, Robertson, like any one of those guys could be my number three. Like it's, it's really open for debate for that. All right. How about the Vesna? The Vesna, who do I have here? The Vesna is another one I believe that someone is completely running away with it, and it's all Mark on the Bruins. I mean, I just want to pull up his. I'm assuming that's who you have as your. You know what? I'll say my three. I'll say my three quick. One one point yeah. eight GAA, 94% save percentage. It's that's, that's absolutely. I know. I mean, I know I said I wasn't going to use this word, this podcast. That's retarded. Okay. <laughs> that is That is just fucking asinine statistics right there so I, I think he's got his name on that, that trophy right now too obviously a lot can change with that that's not where nowhere near set in stone as the heart is yeah uh and then for the uh the number two and number three i have uh connor hellebuck and jake ottinger hellebuck of uh of uh, winnipeg jets and ottinger of the stars i had flipped i had flipped around yeah so you know uh the dallas stars i'll give you a, a fun fact they have a um they have uh one of the top forwards in the league named jason robertson they have one of the top defensemen in the league named Miro Heiskanen, and they have one of the top goalies in the league named Jake Ottinger, mm-hmm. all picked in the same draft. Oh, that's intriguing. All three of wow. them grabbed in the same, I believe it was the 2017 NHL draft. Might be wrong on that year, but all three of them got picked in that same draft. I think I am wrong on that year. I don't know. But that's pretty crazy. That's a very, that, that's a fucking team that knows how to draft some goddamn good players. Yeah. Yep. But, but we both that. agree. Uh, what do you who do you have uh, for your Norris picks, the top defenseman in the league? So this one between the one and two, honestly, it was pretty difficult. I was stuck between. I'm just going to give you the two and the one, and I'll give you my three after. Yep. Number one, I put Eric Carlson. Yeah, from, I have. Yep. Yeah. I was very, very close 
I'll put him Adam Fox there. However, okay. when you look at the projections between the two, because they're both fucking killing it. They're both killing it. And um, they're right there, as, it, as I think I saw between goals. Carlson's at 13. I, I know uh, Fox got his 10th very recently from listening from the Michael K show. I think he's the first Ranger defender to do it uh, back-to-back seasons since, like, mid-2000s. Yeah. The, so, he is fucking insane, dude. So I had those two as I had Fox as two and Carlson as one. And my last one is Josh Morrissey, Winnipeg. Yep. So I had uh, Fox as a name. I actually kind of not like forgot about, but he he's not in my um my top three. Very well easily could have been. You I have a uh, Carlson. I got Carlson as number one. I mean, that he's the year he's having. He's going to be very well the comeback player of the year, too, because this is just fucking insane what he's doing this year. And I think it all attributes too to losing Brent Burns. Like he lost a guy who was probably the face on the defense court for that team. Yeah. And now it's all Carlson. He's got to step up. He has to make all those plays, and he's filling into those shoes very nicely. Uh, and number two, I have a guy that went first overall probably about five years ago now. Hasn't really lived up to his first overall pedigree up until this season, and that's Ross Mazdalene of the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah. He is just fucking having a year. Like, he is so silky with the puck. It's just ridiculous watching him skate. And then number three, I have Morrissey as well. Really hot start. He's kind of uh, cooled down quite a bit over the last couple of weeks, but I think he's at like 51 points for a defenseman at this time of the year. Like, that's 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 pretty incredible. So very similar on that one. Uh, do you Did you do anything for the coach of the year by any chance? Or? You did? Okay. Um, I'm gonna... Adam's award, correct? Yes, the Craig Adams Award. Wow, look at you. Robbie, boy. I did my research, bro. I did all that right. yesterday. I thought we were going to have bowling, and I jot all that shit down, and I, I got it done. I'm uh, I'm curious yeah, to see man, who I, you're... I uh, off, man. That's what I like to hear, brother. That's what I like to hear. I'm noticing it. I'm uh, I'm curious to see who you have for your uh, your three picks for that. I'm, uh, I'm. I mean, is it really hard to not pick Jim Montgomery's number one? Yeah, he's my number one right, right now too. We all know Bruins fans were going crazy after they fired Bruce Cassidy, and it's like, what the fuck are we doing here, general manager's an asshole, yada yada. And look what it's done. The, the culture change. Five and four. Thirty-five so, and four, bro. Do you want to hear a funny quote I heard? Because Tampa's playing Boston right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Boston, you know Boston is one and a half underdog in this game. Yeah. Oh damn. Well, yeah. it is in Tampa. It is in Tampa. So I mean, I guess I could maybe see that. But thirty-two, five and four, bro. Yeah. And so listen to this: the the Tampa Bay coach before the game, he goes, "I find it hilarious. We are sixth place in the league for a point percentage. Like we have the sixth highest point percentage in the league, and we're twenty points out of first place." Like that's just how far ahead Boston is, and like from from two to probably eight, must be within like six points. Yep, yep. So uh, the coach of the year, I I think Montgomery is definitely number one. On. We got another follow. The streak lives on. Five shows in a row. Let's go. Five. Who followed? Caveman Bart. Caveman Bart. Thanks, bro. Guy on the right looks like a fat Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he kind of does look like a fat Conan O'Brien. Okay. He was about to say thank you for the follow, Caveman Barton. You just fucking flamed him. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Yeah, you can unfollow you fucking dog. <laughs> hey, fuck. man, Bart, fuck that guy. You are welcome. Sorry, Colonel that Brown, is hilarious. You're a, millionaire. you're a fucking caveman. Go fucking cook up some squirrels. But you know what? You kind of do resemble a little bit. I wouldn't say a fat Conan O'Brien. I'd say a Conan O'Brien that maybe likes a powdered donut from here. Oh, come on. Guy on the left is handsome. Caveman and Bart. Now it's just me on the screen, baby. So this is what we all were waiting to see here. Uh, this is what we're all waiting to see. I'm sure Rob will be uh, coming back momentarily. Don't that is me. that is that is perfect right Don't there. Um, I guess moving on. <laughs> my other two uh for the Craig Adams is uh Dave Haxtell of Seattle and Lindy Ruff of the Devils. Robbie, put your camera back on. You don't look like a fat Conan That's O'Brien. That's not my right? name. That's not my name. What's your name? Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien, put your mic back on. My mic is on you fucking... Or whatever, idiot. your video thingy, your fucking camera. Fuck you. Lindy Ruff is my number two at the Devils. They have yeah. to be mentioned. And Don yes. Granato the Sabres. Okay, that's another guy. I could see that pick being as well. I just said Dave Haxtell with Seattle because I just look at Seattle's roster and they really don't have... Like, they really have a shit team. Like, if you look at their team on paper... Well, they're they're getting... team. What they're doing is fucking insane. They're not like Vegas where it only took Vegas one year. Yeah, but the Seattle did it more strategically. Like Seattle kind of, I don't even really want to say they set themselves up for the future because they really made a lot of really questionable plays. Like I remember when Vegas was doing their um, their uh, draft lottery, if there was a player that a team couldn't protect that they didn't want Vegas to take, they would offer them like a second round pick or a third round pick. Seattle didn't have any of those deals, and there was plenty of players, like for instance, first name off the top of my head, Vladimir Tarasenko, an all-star this year. He was available for the expansion, and Seattle opted not to take him, yeah. and they didn't get anything back in return for it. So it's, they made some questionable moves, but obviously they know more than I do because look at what they're doing now. Second place in their division definitely looks like a playoff team, and they look like a team that is a fucking pain in the ass to face. I still can't believe that comment. That is just fucking. That is gold. Who the fuck is this fucking Bart guy? You got to know who the fuck Bart is. That, I want to say it's my buddy Joe because I told him to come on and flame you a little bit, to be honest with you. Well, Joe, you're a fucking hoe. I'm texting right now. Please tell me that was you. Um. So, yeah, that's uh, that's it for the coach right there. I think we only have one more award to go over, and that is the Rookie of the Year, the Calder Trophy. Give me a second. I closed on my shit here. Yeah, no problem. Oh, you want me to? I'll do mine first if you like. Yeah. Okay, so my Calder uh, picks this year. Uh, number one, I have Matt Benares of the Seattle uh, Kraken. He is having an incredible year. I, I think he's at like 37 points already this year. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but what'd you say? Great how- year for him. Pardon? What'd you say? How many points? I said I, I don't have the number in front of me right now. I can search it up. 34. 34. So, I mean, Goals it's got to be 41 games. Has to be leading rookie scores. Uh, and then for my number two, my number three, you can kind of put them in any way you want. They're both goaltenders. And it is uh, Logan Thompson of yeah. the Vegas Golden Knights, who's keeping them afloat. I got him too. And I want to say this guy's first name, name is Peter or Petre. I don't fucking know. Kotchikov. Kotchikov. He's some Russian guy on Carolina. I believe he's Russian. Zach, I want to take a guess of an NHL team that's absolute fucking dog shit. And that's who my number three is. 
What do you mean number three for like a rookie of the year? Yep. Kent Johnson. Nope. What team is he on? I'm thinking like Columbus, Arizona. Or is it Arizona? Is it Dylan Guntier? Nope. Arizona rookie, eh? Hmm? I thought that Guntier guy was the uh, what's his name? I think it's Matias Macus Kelly or something like that. I'll be honest with you, dude. I don't even think I've ever heard of this guy before. No. Let me re <laughs> re um load up his numbers. I didn't write the numbers down or type. I know they the Arizona's got a, a young stud. I I fucking his name is drawn a blank. It's like Dylan Guntier or Guntier. Who when you said Arizona, I thought for sure that was gonna be the guy that was coming out of your mouth. Nope. Nope. I'm grabbing I'm grabbing another beer. Um, his numbers here, Zachary. Stats and news. I believe he was a fourth round pick, fourth round, fifth, fourth round, fifth pick, ninetieth overall. Um, I think he was he was drafted in two thousand nineteen. What position is he? So just why so I'm uh, this is, pardon me, left wing, left wing kid. This is Arizona. I want to search this fell up myself here. Three goals, 19 assists, 22 points. But, but that, I mean, to get that in Arizona as a rookie is pretty good. I, I was going to say, to be only minus two in the plus minus while you're in Arizona, too. It's fun. Just, just, he's a, wait, he's a plus two? Minus two. Minus two. It's pretty impressive to be on, uh, just to give everyone a little slice of what Arizona is all about. Uh, mm-hmm. Out of 32 teams, they sit 29th place with 35 total points. Last place has 32, mm-hmm. and Arizona's played two more games than them. So, it's not looking good for Coyotes, or it's looking really good for Coyotes because this is the Connor Bedard sweepstakes here. And this is a year where anybody wants that first overall pick. Mm. Uh, and I guess that wraps up the NHL awards. Um, the only other thing I really wanted to talk about with hockey, and it's going to be very short. Uh, I'm a Leaf fan. Mr. Marner. Got the Marner. Got the Matthews, Marner. and obviously Crosby in the middle because... You, know, you got to show support uh, to the greatest of all time. No, stop. Mitch Marner's overtime goal last night. Now I'll say it. It was it was a fucking disgusting, bro. It was disgusting, but that is some of the worst def- defense I've ever seen in my entire life by the Rangers. Yeah, Mika Zibanejad looked like his fucking skates were embedded in cement. He just stood there and let Marner walk right around him. Keandre Miller, the defenseman on the play there. Had ample time to step up, didn't step up the last second, and then instead of hitting him, gave him a little stick check. If you try to stick check Mitch Marner, let me tell you right now, he's going to make you look stupid. What about Igor? You playing? Was that Igor net? That was Igor. You can't put any blame on Igor there. That is a goal scorer's goal. He fucking he was with him the whole way. Marner had great patience, waited him out, and the last second, right when he saw that little fucking window, slid right in there. That's what she said. Yeah, you damn well. Technically, if that's what he said, because if she's sliding something in there, that means you're getting pegged. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10-4, 10 So I don't know if that's, if that's what you like, dude. Then, hey, I'm your buddy. I support you. Any decision you make. All right? Mr. O'Brien does whatever I want because I'm rich. Well, uh, Conan O'Brien, I'm, he, you know, he, he pegs me as someone that likes to get pegged. Ginger's got no soul. No. Um, yeah. I think we 
we got we got a little bit of time left. If you do, you want to do your MLB? Um, yeah, we got a couple things, but I wanted to ask you a weird question that just like randomly came to my head. Oh God, this is never a good start here. When you are drunk, what is your go-to fast food when you're drunk? When I'm drunk, it's what? usually always McDonald's. It's, I'm, I'm an easy guy. I agree because you know what? A lot of my buddies really go with the Taco Bell, but it's like. As I'm See, already drunk and eating taco, I'm really not trying to shit my brains out. Taco Bell is my my favorite probably hangover meal. Like when I wake up the next day, I could fuck up, I swear to God, 12 Crunchwrap Supreme combos. Jesus fucking Kerberite. You, you should see some of the, like, I'll go to Taco Bell when I'm, <laughs> if I have a nice Saturday night of drinking, I'll go to Taco Bell on a Sunday and I'm not fucking exaggerating to you. This will be my order. Oh my God. I'll get a Crunchwrap combo fry Supreme. I'll get a cheesy gordita crunch combo fry Supreme. Right now they have come two. Combo. Pardon? How many tacos come with the combo? Just the crunch wrap and the thing, and then just the fry supreme for our combos. So there's two, like the crunch wrap, the cheesy gordita, two fry supreme, and then I usually get the. Right now they have two for five Doritos Locos tacos. So I usually get two of those, and then normally a soft taco as well. I I was I always tell Marcus all the time, um, you guys are really missing on the soft spicy potato tacos. Dude, we're missing on everything you guys have. You know how much I want to fuck up a Crunchwrap breakfast supreme? Oh, Zach, it's so fucking good. I know. It looks delicious. So good. So good. I get the one with sausage. It's eggs, cheese, oh. um, the sausage bites. It used to be a sausage patty, but like when COVID happened, they stopped making the breakfast. Now it's like sausage bits. Hash brown, the jalapeno sauce they use for the quesadillas. So good. This is going to sound disgusting, but you know a breakfast or a shitty fast food joint? Breakfast I've been really diving into lately. Shitty fast food? Like you wouldn't get their dinner and lunch? I mean, I I know a lot of people do like them or love this place. I personally think their burgers are disgusting. I'm going to no go one, with Burger King. That's exactly the place I'm talking about. The, anyway, their, fucking their, easy. their burgers <laughs> are just whopper, gross in my whopper, opinion. Whopper. Dude, but they're fucking... Uh, I maybe it's just because there's no line when I go there in the morning. It's just the quickest one for me. But they have a croissant, croissant breakfast sandwich. Mm-hmm. It is melt in your mouth. Good. Pause. It is. It is fucking delicious. Pause. What? It melt in your mouth. You never eaten good food that just melts right in your mouth. Why do you got to make everything gay? Huh? Oh. Why do you got to? Why do you got to gay everything up? Oh, uh, yo, hey, yo. Well, uh, yeah, you know, what? I, I have gotten some good uh, breakfast from Burger King. The French toast sticks, which I can make myself, but like th- they're fucking. They got they got French toast sticks up here. Yep. Or down here. Yep. I check. I got to check the menu there. And then um, one morning I was taking my buddy to um, Taco Bell for breakfast. We got there for 930 and our tea time's at 10. And I'm like, fuck, these motherfuckers ain't going to fucking answer. So then I was like, fuck, I need some food, bro. We're about to play 18. I was like, Burger King, it's right here. So we went to Burger King and I got this burrito and it was like two or three dollars. And it's bigger than any burrito I would gotten from Taco Bell. Eggs, um, sausage, onions, peppers and like some other things. And then I asked them for some hot sauce and I used that as like my fire sauce. Yeah, delicious for like two or three bucks, bro. Yeah, we don't get those two or three dollar meals in Canada. It's like thirteen dollars. Most overrated fast food breakfast for me, McDonald's. Hash browns are great. Shut the fuck up. 
Hash browns are great. Pancakes are great. But the reason if you, why- if you if you say anything about the bacon and egg McMuffin, I'm going to come to Connecticut. And I'm going to slap you. I hate their eggs, bro. I hate their eggs. I hate their eggs. Their eggs are disgusting. Folks, this is the last episode. I'll be on the sports cave. But, I will be but taking I'll tell you a what, step I'll tell you what, back. They're not the worst eggs for fast food here in America. Dunkin' Donuts eggs are fucking putrid. Terrible. I never tried. I, I think I've had one drink from Dunkin' Donuts in my entire life, and it was, I'm pretty sure I got type 2 diabetes from taking fucking four sips of this thing. Mm. That's fair. It was just in sugar, sugar. I can't even tell you what it was. It looked good. I yeah, Duncan Duncan had, had good donuts at one point until they like really made them small and their bagels used to be good and you know all that. But wow, this is everyone's oh if you're listening to this in the morning and waiting to go on lunch, I'm so yeah, sorry. sorry guys. I'm Just don't so think about savory, sorry. delicious breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> I'm don't so think about a nice because you know what? when I listen to this shit and sports radio in the morning, I get pissed off. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I can't eat till 12. Like I'm hungry as a motherfucker. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. So sorry. I'm not sorry, guys. Uber Eats, baby. Any time of the day. Yeah, you I want got- a nice savory breakfast sandwich from McDonald's. You want a baconator breakfast sandwich from Wendy's. You make the call. It's all up to you. I, I, did, did you I get did, chills? Did I did a nice little effect for you. I did this. Once you said it's all up to you, it went like this. It's all up to you. I hope it sounded better than that. Well, it definitely sounded better. It's almost like your echo thing, but just like a little more muffled. Ugh. Um, Baseball, only a couple things to touch base on. Nothing crazy. First of all, Scott Rowland was the only player elected into the Hall of Fame. He barely reached over the 75 percentile. Um. I think he got like 75.2. Damn. Just cracked it. Yep. If you haven't heard of Scott Rowland, Scott Rowland is, he was one of the better third basemen when I was growing up watching baseball. Eight time Uh, gold glove. Big time gold glove winner. I think it was an eight time gold glove winner. That's why I said eight time. You only knew that because of me, you fucking bitch. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah. Just fucking give me one, man. Why, Why don't you tell me what teams he played for? I know the Cardinals was one. Okay. And that's where I'm drawing a blank. I know there was three of them. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. One of them is in the same division as the Cardinals. I don't know who's in the Cardinals division. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds and the Philadelphia Phillies. Ah, I'm guessing the Reds are the one that's in the Cardinals division. Yes, you... F- Fucking, I'm learning, baby. Yeah, you're learning. That's what you are. Say what? You're beautiful. I love you. Um, So he makes it. Todd Helton nearly made it. I believe he was. So Scott Rowan was at 76.3%. Todd Helton's next in line with 281 votes at 72.2. I want to remind you, like, whoever votes, Zachary, if they have a ballot, they don't have to vote. They literally don't have to vote at all if they're offered a ballot. Actually, can you explain this? So to get in the Hall of Fame, how does this so how many people are voting on this ballot? Like what's the what's the the steps in the process to kind of get into it? I don't know. I don't know how that all works, trust me. I'll be hitting up the wiki on this one afterwards. Yeah. Um anybody can really have a ballot, to be honest. All these writers I want a ballot, dude. 
Me too. I fucking vote. Fuck. We should fucking send. We should. We should. Uh, I would have voted. Here we go. I'll give you the rest of the list. So Todd Helton, 72.2. Billy Wagner, 68.1. Andrew Jones, 58.1. Gary Sheffield, 55%. Carlos Beltran, 46 and a half. I wonder. I don't think he ever did steroids. I could be wrong on that, but he had a lot to do with the Astros cheating scandal. So I wonder if that's going to so bite that, him. That might tarnish it. Um, Jeff Kent reaches final year in the ballot, 46 and a half. A-Rod, 35.7. Manny Ramirez, 33.2. Omar Vizquel, 19.5. Andy Pettit, 17. Bobby Abreu, 15.4. Jimmy Rollins, 12.9. Mark Burley, 10.8. K-Rod, Francisco Rodriguez, 10.8. Torrey Hunter, 6.9. Players receiving less than 5% will drop off of future ballots. The following players will no longer be featured on the Hall of Fame bracket. Bronson Arroyo, he got one vote. R.A. Dickey got one vote. John Lackey got one vote. Mike Napoli got a vote. Uh, Huston, Houston Street um, got one vote. Matt Cain, nothing. Jacoby Ellsbury, nothing. Andre Ethier, nothing. The rest of these guys got nothing. J.J. Hardy, Johnny Peralta, <laughs> Weaver, Weaver, and Jason Worth. So, in conclusion here, the following players that are still on the ballot will not make the Hall of Fame in my eyes. Here we go. A-Rod, Manny Ramirez, Andy Pettit, Jimmy Rollins, and Carlos Beltran. I think the rest of the guys got a chance. These guys, I'm guaranteeing, will not fucking make. And it's because of steroids. And in uh, Beltran's case, the Astros. Yeah, that cheating scandal might might be a real dagger for him. Yes. And it's going to be a dagger for all those players. I don't know if we'll see Altuve in the Hall of Fame, Correa, Bregman. Yeah, you know what? They don't fucking deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. If you're going to get caught cheating, and the, the 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 best part about this whole thing, they did not need to cheat. No. Like, that team is so fucking good. Why they would go and cheat is just it's completely beyond me. I'm getting fucking video calls off the chin right now. This is ridiculous, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, you can't blame Yankees and Dodgers fans for reacting the way they do. They both should have been in the World Series facing off against each other, and those should be one of the two winners. Yep. But it'll never happen. Um, yeah. Last thing to bring up, the Red Sox, Bogarts is gone. They figured out their shortstop. It's not going to be Kike Hernandez. It's going to be Alberto Mondesi. Alberto Mondesi, um, four-tool player, can hit for contact, can throw the ball, can field, and can run. The power isn't necessarily there. The problem with Alberto Mondesi Injuries after injury after injury after injury. If he could stay healthy, this dude could steal 50 bases. That's a big if. So I like it. I think the Red Sox should absolutely take a chance on this guy because Boston doesn't want to see their teams lose. Yeah. Losers. Did I tell you a story about MGM? I don't think you did. Okay. So really quick to close out the show, essentially. I went to Springfield, Massachusetts for a show for work at the Sheraton Hotel in Springfield, Mass. And that same weekend, the Red Sox were having their winter meetings or whatever in uh, uh, MGM Casino. And um, we eventually went to the casino after we were done setting up and having the comedy dinner. I got absolutely roasted um, by the comedian. Everyone was pointing and laughing at me, but it was all a good time. Um we walk into a bar and 
in the back, it's closed off. They got security. Couldn't do fucking nothing. So I turn. I'm like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Next thing I know, I hear everybody going, hey, yo, 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 hey, hey, take a selfie. High fives. I'm like, oh, really, really, really? And then there's a guy in front of me high fiving everybody, taking selfies. I couldn't. I was behind him, so I couldn't tell. He was black. I couldn't figure out who he was. So I'm trying to scoot around him so I could see him. Like, excuse me. Basketball. No, it was, it was Red Sox. And I'm also trying to listen to the accent at the same time because there was an accent. So the first person that came to my mind, obviously, was David Ortiz because the dude was tall. Yeah. Bulky motherfucker. Never figured out who the fuck it was because the second I turned around, finally saw his face. There was a giant ass gray beard. And David Ortiz doesn't have a full gray beard. So, so you still have no idea who it was? No idea. So then what I started the... my research like a motherfucker. It definitely wasn't Manny Ramirez. It wasn't Pedro Martinez because Pedro Martinez doesn't have any facial hair. I couldn't figure out who the fuck it was. It could have just been a celebrity, you know, hanging out there. It could have been an NBA player, former NBA player hanging out there. Who the fuck knows? We'll never it's a very know. anticlimactic story. I'm not going to lie to you. I felt, I felt, you know, on top of the world for uh, 20 seconds. I was like, hey! I'm like, oh, they know the sports game. I'm like, There's nothing oh. better than uh, than meeting a, a celebrity. I remember. Um, I've never met a celebrity. The closest thing I met to I, a celebrity was on-air personality people from uh, Connecticut. You'll never know who the fuck they are. See, I, when I was well, if we're counting like NHL players as celebrities, which in my eyes, I mean, they're celebrities in my eyes, but not like obviously like a movie star. But um, when I was younger, I played in this team, the Mississauga North Stars, and we got invited to um, the NHL awards when they had him in Toronto. So I got to go on the red carpet, and it was the year that the Detroit Red Wings won the cup. So I got to go on the red carpet and walk up with Pavel Datsuk, who's a legend, Nicholas Lidstrom, who's a legend, uh, Cronwall, legend, Franzen, legend. Like, crazy how many guys that I got to meet. I'll never forget to uh, meet my buddy Mike. We're inside the – we're taking a piss in the bathroom there, and it was like a fucking shared bathroom. Like, the NHLers were in there. We were in there. We're, like, fucking probably 12 years old. And uh, I think it was, oh, that, so I, I look up and there's, I think it was Pavel Datsuk or one of those Russian guys was taking a piss beside me. And I'm like, oh. so I kind of peek over and I look at my buddy, Mike, and he has on one side, Jerome Aginla, and on the other side, Dion Phaneuf. And we started fangirling and we just wait outside of the bathroom and we must've gotten fucking 14 autographs just standing outside that bathroom as they came out. I got to meet Matthews a couple years ago when he was in Toronto. He turned me down for a picture, but like it's okay. Like I still haven't really gotten over it, to be honest with you. But like I don't think about it that much, you know. Oh shit. Yeah, a lot of athletes I've met, but no. Um, like Never over- actually had a one-on-one conversation with an athlete that wasn't my friend because Parker's a friend. Yeah. Um. Yeah. At nope. my um at my older brother's wedding, I met uh, or I had a couple good conversations with. What some would say is probably the second best, maybe third best NHL defenseman in the history of the, of the league. The closest interaction I've had to a player was I went to a Nets game and Tiago Splitter is a part of the Nets office. And he was sitting like directly across from Steve, Tyler and I. And um, we started to blow the lead. And I looked at him, I said, so Tiago, you watch all these games. Are we about to blow another lead? Because I'm getting pissed off. And he looked at me and she's like, he he knew we were going to blow the lead. Well, Tiago knew, baby. Tiago knew. That's the game with knee soreness. 
Don't get me well, started. I guess, uh, it's I guess that does it for another episode. It does. I got to fucking go to bed at a reasonable time. This is the first time I go to bed at a reasonable time. I got to wait for this thing to finish the uploading. So, yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I just want to let you know we will always be on 715 on Monday. Uh, we'll figure out what time we'll be on next week. I got to look at the basketball schedule. So, please, uh, yeah. please stick with us through these uh, rough times right now. Um, with that being said, I'm Robbie. That's Zach. Thanks for listening to Sports Cave. And now, as always, Zachary, close this out. We have another. Oh. Wow. Hold on. I read the wrong dial. We have another episode of the Sports Cave done and completed. And as always, we want to show our support to our lovely fans who show nothing but support to us. So thank you very much for tuning in, whether it's live on Twitch, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere where you listen to your podcasts. We appreciate it, guys. Have a good night and stay sexy, Sports Cave. <laughs>